everyone, welcome to the Age of the Millennial. This is King Kyrie, and this is the first episode of season three. I wanted to uh, talk earlier, uh, before the start of the new year, sort of like wish everyone a happy uh, Christmas, Merry Christmas, whichever you prefer, and then of course talk about you know what's to come for the new season. But I came down with COVID. And this new variant, the Omicron variant, um, is slowly becoming the dominant variant in the United States and around the world, and it's kicking our butts. Um, My entire team was decimated by this variant, and most of us were vaccinated. I'm vaccinated, and I still got it. So if you're out there and you're not feeling well, stay home. Get tested and stay home. There are a lot of people out there who have wished me, you know, a speedy recovery. And a lot of them have asked me, you know, well, weren't you vaccinated? Yes, but that doesn't mean that I am immune. A vaccination isn't an immunization. Those are two different things. And it's something that most people should be aware of. I'm not sure about other parts of the world, but here in America, there seems to be some sort of um, misunderstanding between the two. Uh, Immunizations typically make you immune. As I said earlier, vaccinations uh, sort of halt and or stop the spread of whatever it's trying to vaccinate from, and it helps build resistance to said virus or whatever it is they're trying to uh, vaccinate you from. Just because you can get it after being vaccinated does not mean you should stop getting vaccinated. You should stop telling people to get vaccinated. Don't tell them, oh, well, because people who are vaccinated are still getting it, just don't worry about it. That's, in my opinion, the wrong way to look at things. When it comes to vaccinations, they uh, sort of help relieve any sort of harsh effects. So I wasn't hospitalized. I know lots of people who weren't vaccinated who did get COVID who went to the hospital and they were on ventilators because they weren't vaccinated. When you have the virus in you already due to the vaccinations and you do go through the, uh, the like the cold period is what they called it whenever you sort of get sick after getting the vaccination that right there is going to help you in the long run when it comes to dealing with the harsh effects that come associated with the uh, coronavirus and COVID-19 um, but I can harp on that all day all night it's it's n- it's not news to people uh, if it is perhaps you should look into this more on your own but for the most part everyone's aware of how this goes if you don't want to get the virus uh the um vaccination i've said it before in this show it's up to you i mean it's your personal choice however what's not a personal choice is when you choose not to get it and then you do get sick and you choose not to follow precautions and you end up getting other people sick because of the nature of my job uh, I am purely commission-based, so are my co-workers. Many people can't afford to not go into work. And what happened was people didn't call off work. And as a result, you have literally 260 people at my particular company, and about a fourth of them ended up with COVID within nine days. Think about that. 
I'm not really good at math, but if, we, if we're going to take um, 1% of 260 is 2.6 people. Now, about a fifth of that, a fifth of 260, let's see, how many is that? God, I suck at math. With like 40-something people? No, that's not... Well, about 40. Yeah. Because a fifth of 100 is 20. So a little bit over 40 people within nine days were out with COVID. That doesn't include family members involved. And so it, it, it's that kind of stuff right there. If we apply that scale to other companies, to cities, to, to countries, you've got a really big problem. And in, in the United States, the day that I got tested and my test came back positive, that was the largest wave the United States has seen since the outbreak broke out. And it sucks, you know, staying at home, being at home alone in a room with headaches and vomiting and just uncomfortable, just miserable. But I had to go through that. And it, it and the idea may suck for some of y'all, but think about it this way. If you are vaccinated and you don't feel the need to quarantine because you're vaccinated, there are people out there that you could be killing because they, for whatever reason, don't want to get the vaccine. Your symptoms may not be harsh. You may not lose taste. You may be able to smell perfectly fine. All you may come down with are flu-like symptoms where you're stuck in bed for a couple of days. But you could be killing someone's grandmother. You could be killing somebody's uncle, someone's son, someone's daughter because you, you're like, oh, I'm fine. Other parts of the world, people think more along the communal base where it's a community we're all here to protect each other. Here in America, it's very individualistic. It's all about me. It's all about I. And if I'm feeling fine, to hell be damned with the rest of the world. And unfortunately, I don't agree. But I think that's part of the reason why so much of this is spreading like wildfire. Um, regardless of political beliefs... We can all agree that the coronavirus, COVID, the pandemic is not good for business. It's not good for the world. It's not good for social events. It's not good for anything. If we have the chance to get rid of this, we need to come together and figure out how. I know that there are a lot of things that have been said over the course of this pandemic since it broke out. Um, a lot of it has to do with ignorance. And ignorance doesn't mean that people are stupid. It's a lack of knowledge. Um, there are lots of things out there, as far as resources go, that are non-American based. And the reason why I'm saying that is because other parts of the world have COVID, not, I wouldn't say figured out, but they... What's... They don't use it as a weapon to target people from a political point of view. And I'm trying to leave politics out, but because of the nature of this pandemic and what it's been used for, how it's been used, it's hard to. Other parts of the world are informing 
and enlightening their citizens. But here in America, you got so many different political viewpoints calling it a hoax still to this day. And you have certain political viewpoints that have completely done a 180 now that their party leader is out of the office. Now they're blaming everything on the current party leader or the current president because they aren't part of their political party. And it's also very childish and stupid. But more to the point is the fact that people are eating this shit up like it's like it's hotcakes or something. And it just blows my mind that uh, when Donald Trump was in office, the Republican conservative base was, oh, this is a hoax, this is a hoax. Now that a Democrat's in the office, which if you believe that Biden's a Democrat, then by all means, we'll go ahead and believe that. But now that a Democrat is in the office, you have the Republican base saying that the handling of the pandemic is very, it's being handled wrong. How can you go from, oh, it's a hoax, that it's not real, to the moment your guy is out of the office, that, oh, it's being handled wrong. If it didn't exist before, why does it all of a sudden exist now, first? Second of all, why doesn't the party base pay attention to that kind of stuff? Maybe it's because it doesn't fit their narrative. The point is, regardless of what you believe, we have a problem on our hands. That problem is that COVID is real, that the pandemic is in fact real, and that people need to get vaccinated. Vaccinations have not been a thing, I'm sorry, have been a thing forever. Going to public school here in America, you had to be vaccinated or you had to have some sort of doctor's note written by an actual doctor that your parents had done explaining why you weren't vaccinated. And then if that were the case, you it was up to the school's discretion to allow you to go to school. All of a sudden now it's like, oh, it's my choice, it's my body, it's my right. Perhaps the way that things were handled, um, that could be one of the reasons why the vaccination is such a hot topic, like trying to force citizens to get it, and the way that it was politicized was really, really wrong. But at the same time, this shit isn't new, folks. It's not new. There are vaccinations for polio, there's vaccinations for hepatitis, there's vaccinations for... HPV, there's vaccinations for all sorts of things that you have to get in order to function in the normal world. If you don't believe in these vaccinations, you are hurting people you don't know. And granted, you may not see their faces, but how would you feel knowing that you were the cause of someone's death simply because you just didn't understand or you believe the political points that someone was trying to make that are not backed by science whatsoever. We need to vaccinate our citizens. We need to educate our citizens well. And we need to stop using these very serious, very dangerous ideologies to gain brownie points for a political party or for a political base because what's happening is we're hurting the world. The supply chain issue is going to persist. It's going to continue as this pandemic continues to progress. And that's going to lead to a depression. It's going to lead to a lot of job loss. It's going to lead to a lot of people who are left alone and hungry while inflation continues to destroy countries around the world. We need to go ahead and take a look 
at the big picture. And the big picture is we can't carry on like this for another two to three years. This pandemic's been going on for some parts of the world since late 2019. It's already 2022, and the end of it does not appear to be in sight. More and more variants seem to be popping up, and they don't seem to be going anywhere. This virus is multiplying, it's changing, it's morphing, and it's becoming a serious issue to the point where more and more drugs are being created to sort of combat. And when I say drugs, I mean different vaccines and different boosters are being created to combat the varying changes. My question is, going back to the beginning of this podcast, when it comes to immunizations, how far are we when it comes to immunizations? Where are we when it comes to being immunized from COVID? Another big issue that I'm I'm having, and a lot of people have been talking about this, is Big Pharma. Um, when it comes to vaccines, there are a few that are available here. And that's pretty much it. When it comes to other countries, apparently there are, besides those three, uh, 15 or so other vaccination options, but none of those are approved here in America. Why? Because like, apparently those companies that make them don't make big money for Big Pharma here in the United States. And that, when I found that out, was kind of disturbed and really, really angry we have a global pandemic with several different vaccine options available around the world but here in america the only three that are approved are the ones based out of companies where many of our politicians have stakes financial stakes in the companies that are producing these vaccines so the money that each separate state is shelling out to give out free vaccines to its citizens let's be honest here those vaccines aren't free taxpayers are paying for those so we have all paid for a vaccine or two for individuals we have not seen around different states where we live and who's profiting big pharma and any sort of congressman any sort of politician that has a stake or some sort of financial holdings in the companies that produce these vaccines. If we're going to eradicate, or if our goal is to eradicate this virus, another thing that needs to happen is that we need to allow any and all vaccine types to be used here in America. Because if they work in other first world countries where the uh, positivity rate is much lower, there's a problem here. You can say that, oh, there are a lot of people here that are just hesitant or they don't want to get the vaccine, but the problem with that now, that what that thinking is, when it comes to breakthroughs, and what I, what I mean by a breakthrough is there are certain variants, as we all know, that have a higher chance of infecting and causing illness to those who have been vaccinated. When it comes to Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson & Johnson versus the other companies that have come out with vaccines, 
what are the breakthrough rates on the three that are only approved in America versus the other companies throughout the world? If the breakthrough rate is higher on the three companies that are, or the three vaccines that are being used here in America, then we need to look at that and probably opt for a much more beneficial and much more secure vaccine option from a, from a different company from a different source. Because breakthroughs, that's what happened with me. I was vaccinated. I didn't have the booster, unfortunately. I moved down here and I was so busy. I just was go, go, go the holiday season. And I honestly, if I'm being honest, I didn't think that I had anything to worry about. I was going to get the booster. I had every intention on getting the booster. Time just slipped away. And before I knew it, 2022 was right around the corner and I started getting sick. And though that may... It is my fault, I understand. It's just things happen. But I shouldn't have to get a booster if other vaccines that have been created that aren't approved in America but around the world don't require a booster and those people have been fine ever since. That that that's That's sort of what I'm looking at. That's sort of where I'm at right now. And it's blowing my mind Um, thinking of how many different vaccine options could and should be available in America but aren't because it doesn't make the politicians and big pharma nearly as much money. America, when it comes to capitalism, is going to cannibalize itself. It's already begun. It, It started a while ago, but it's becoming more and more apparent as you look into things if you if you go looking for something you'll find it and right now i'm talking to you guys on a computer aka my cell phone but at any moment i could just hit the pause button on this go look something up and find what i'm looking for a lot of times though when it comes to um information regarding you know big pharma and Politicians. A lot of the, a lot of that stuff is buried under language that most people don't understand unless they understand it. Meaning, you have to be educated in the ways of understanding what they're talking about. It's it's political jargon. It's pharmaceutical jargon. It's a bunch of nonsense that they intentionally write ambiguously to keep average Joes, such as ourselves, the average listener, from understanding what they're saying. But if you have a translator or if you're educated in these topics, you understand what's being done and you understand what's being said. And it's sad, but it's it, it's tiring, but it's America. I'm tired of being sick. I don't feel 100%. I'm, I'm much better than I was before. I literally, uh, y'all, I'm not ashamed to say this. I was crying. I was throwing up. I was just in pain. And I don't want that for anyone. Anyway, where I am right now, it's about to be one o'clock in the morning, and as much as I want this to be a happy introduction to season three, unfortunately, reality has struck. Anyway, this is King Guy Ray, like I said. Peace out for now, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Mwah.